Chapter number six has to do with the all concerning when to train and when to fire someone. Now, obviously, if you're in a 100% commission business, you would rarely ever fire someone unless they were doing something detrimental to the company. And usually, even in a situation where you're paying someone a base, as long as they're willing to learn, they've got a good attitude and they're following instructions and they're being part of the team, you would usually continue to train for quite some time. Obviously, there are instances that happen when you do need to let people go. And in today's world, usually you need to paper people, give some type of written notice before you let someone go, just so that you're legally covered. But here are the main reasons why you would fire someone. Number one, if somebody is continually late, they're tardy all the time. This would obviously start off with a verbal and then a written warning. This usually means not only are they late, but they're unprepared when they come in. And we need people to be on time. Number two, if they have a bad attitude and they talk negatively about the company, about the team, and they gossip about other people. This again has to be squashed. It has to be explained to them that this is harmful and what they're doing is hurting them as much as the team. And if it continues, they need to be let go. Next, unwillingness to perform tasks. On a team, everybody should chip in, including the sales management superstar. But if someone is unwilling to perform certain tasks involved in being part of the team, then they can't be part of the team. Number four, inability to achieve goals over an extended period of time. Now, obviously, if it's a 100% commission job and they have a great attitude, nothing's going wrong, this really wouldn't apply. But I even recall in the water filter business, I had this salesperson that loved to come in every single day for the meetings and he was always in such a good mood. And how did it go last night? And he'd say, Tim, I loved it. I did a great presentation. I met great people. And did you write them up? Oh, no. And this would continue for months. And he was not writing enough business even to pay for his gas. And he loved coming in, though. He loved the company. He loved the meetings. He loved Pearson. He loved the attitude. And one time he came in and he said, Tim, I I just have to quit. And I said, well, why? You seem to love everything so much. And he would write the odd deal a month. He said, well, my wife just wants me to get a job where I actually make money. I said, good idea. Can't blame you for that. When somebody is being paid a base, obviously there's a certain amount of time where someone has to contribute if they're part of your team, if they're not making sales. Generally, that time frame would be in the two to three month time frame where you would have to give them a verbal and written notice at that point in time. And after that, if they just can't perform, you probably have to let them go. I mean, the bottom line is, is that people need to step up. You've got the tools, you've got the training materials, you've now got sales management superstar, You need to be able to teach your team. You need to have patience. You need to have them watch you. Now, you also have to reflect if they're not performing. Are they not performing because of them? Or are they not performing because they haven't role modeled off you? You haven't been a great leader. You haven't coached them. You haven't shown them. Well, if that's the case, realistically, you need to work on yourself first and then work on them. One other reason for letting someone go is if they have a lack of respect for the team leader or teammates. This is very close to having a bad attitude, very, very similar, a little bit different, but again, it's a form of poison that poisons a whole team. And team chemistry and obviously company chemistry 
is very important to the overall success of the company. Number six, if you get a pattern of complaints from customers, then you need to warn your team member that, hey, maybe you're making sales, but we're getting complaints and you're giving us a bad reputation. And regardless, the number one form of referral to your business, no matter how much you advertise, hopefully is word of mouth. And word of mouth in a positive sense can make a business and word of mouth in a negative sense can break a business. So if someone's getting continual complaints, you may need to tweak the way they're doing something. They may just be rubbing people the wrong way and they may be weak in the area of rapport. Now, one thing that I really want you to remember is that your team, when they start to work for you, they're going to be feeling you out sometimes to see what they can get away with. And one thing you have to remember is that when somebody goes offside, even a little bit, you have to let them know right away. Sometimes we might get intimidated by someone or we might think, oh, hey, they're really good. They're doing a great job. So I'm not going to address the concern. But then it builds up and builds up and builds up. And sometimes it explodes. That's called passive aggressive management. And no team member likes to work for a leader who's passive aggressive. When someone goes offside, sit down and address it right away. Address it calmly. Address it non-emotionally. By doing this, you've got a great chance of having a long-term relationship. Because if you're a great leader, you're going to attract great followers. And quite often, you're going to turn those followers into other great leaders. And that's how businesses expand and become powerful companies. Now, if somebody wants to quit or you let somebody go, it's really important that you do this with a very professional and positive attitude. I've had many people that have quit and have come back to work for me again. And one of the main reasons that this happened is because we didn't have a yelling match, you this, you that, when somebody decided to quit or if I let them go, it was understood, it was mutual, I may have tried to save them, they just wanted to go their own way, they wanted to try something else. But realistically, why wouldn't you have an open door policy? If somebody's a really good team member, if they're really productive and they want to come back, why not let them? Why create animosity so they would never want to come back? It just makes no sense whatsoever. Because this person is trained. They know how to sell your product or service. You know exactly who they are. They say that the devil that you know is better than the one that you don't. And obviously, if they've come back, it means, hey, they might have gone and tried something else because they heard the grass was greener. But in reality, the grass wasn't greener. So now they're going to be twice as committed as when they left. So it's a great idea to always leave good blood between someone when you do let them go, if possible. And obviously, if we try and make it possible, it will be possible. If the other person gets upset, that's fine. We don't want to get upset ourselves. So again, these are important rules. When to train versus when to fire. Obviously, we always want to train. One of the biggest costs of business is staff turnover employee turnover, team member turnover. It's much less costly to train someone and teach them how to do something right and take the responsibility inward than to continually have a revolving door.